Assalamu alaikum listeners, it's Hafsha Sheikh here on Get Families Talking. Uh, welcome to our new show today and I hope you've had a brilliant, brilliant week and certainly looking forward to another exciting week. Hope also that you've had lots and lots to talk about um, and hopefully some of the stuff that we give you, some of the conversations that we have on Get Families Talking leaves you all with something to talk about. That will definitely be the case today as we've got a very exciting speaker on the show today again. We've got Cathy Bedney joining us today in a short while. Cathy is from Aston University Engineering Academy and rather than me introducing her, I'll allow her to introduce herself a little bit later on. And our conversation today is going to be all about the transition for young people to sixth form and how we as families can help support that transition. So, listeners, like I said to you earlier, we've got Cathy Bedney on our show today. And it's really, really important that Cathy's here because one of the things I was thinking about earlier in the week was about how families and how young people manage that transition from learning when they're doing their GCSEs to that transition to being in the sixth form. Now, life as we know is full of transitions, transitions from, well, from the mother's lap to a nursery and then from the nursery to primary school and then, you know, moving up through the years. But it just seemed to me that there's a real strife here with young people, especially as they're trying desperately hard to become young adults and how they manage all of that with becoming independent learners in some way. So I really wanted to talk to Cathy more about this and really have a discussion about how families can have a role in all of this. So I've got Cathy Bedney on the show today and Cathy is the director of the sixth form from the Aston University Engineering Academy. So I'm sure you'll all agree with me that she's absolutely the right person to be helping us out in discussing this. So Cathy, welcome to our show today. Hello. So very nice of you to pop in and speak with our listeners about this. Thank you for inviting me. Has it been a manic day for you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, Obviously, we're just preparing ourselves for our mock exams. So, you know, we're getting students on target with their exams at the moment. And is that a stressful time? Not just for yourselves, but for the students as well? No, for the students as well. And the earlier we do it, the better for them. So it is important that we do it at this point of the the year. Um, And also today has been our project day. So it's also, you know, today they've been busy doing their CCF and their projects, just making sure that they are widening themselves as well as doing their academics. Right. So this is, you've just touched on something there, which I suppose really is an important part of being in the sixth form. For young people because it's not just about studies is it it's not just the academics we want young people to come out with am i right in saying you're looking at something else there for them to come out with yeah i mean at aueea we really do understand and recognize how that it's not just about academics anymore that will get them the top job and the top career they need to be doing above and beyond that so work experience they need to be taking part in projects or a hobby you know and all of these put together as well as their good grades will get them the best opportunities so at our school and our six form week we give them lots and lots of opportunities so we have ccf duke and Edinburgh projects even international um visits that will take them to austria you know and they take part in other activities so it's really just building them as a person you know the whole person and not just the academic person what is ccf 
It's a cadet force, okay? So it's right. different um, uh, military organisations mm-hmm. coming together and, you know, it's really big on leadership and and discipline and, you know, we did a, a, a parade today for for the oh, Poppy Parade. For the Remembrance so, Day. Remembrance mm. Day. And it was just absolutely fantastic to see our students out there in their uniforms, in their military uniforms in front of the whole school and just seeing them being proud of, of themselves and just leading each other. Yeah, it was fantastic. Fantastic. And that's really pertinent because over the last few sessions, we've actually been talking about CVs and how we can develop young people's CVs more. So something you've just said there, you know, it's not just about the academics. You know, employers now are looking to see what else that young person has done. Yes, absolutely. And the two are coming together now to, to, to... to build that bigger picture for for employers mm. and they want they want to see both not just the academics yeah so as an academy are you constantly on the lookout for other things that your young people can get involved in because you've given us some really great examples there of what young people could be doing to enhance their CVs I'm just sort of wondering about that young person who thinks well actually there's nothing much I really want to do at college or at sixth form now is there other stuff that they could get involved in outside of? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to happen within school, although these opportunities, obviously, we do we do give them to them in school. But they can it can happen outside of school as well. So there's sports, you know, there's charity work, and we do really push everything from inside school and outside of school. So, again, it's mm-hmm. getting them to be independent, getting them to do the research themselves and where they can best apply their skills to a different situation outside of the classroom. Now... Cathy, that's really interesting, that is, because we've been talking about transition. And do you find that young people struggle to make that transition to a sixth form where, as you've just said, so many different opportunities are being thrown at them and they're thinking, well, actually, which one do I want to go for? And in the end, they just think, do you know what? I'm not going to go for any of it. Is that difficult, trying to motivate that young person into taking something on? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they get thrown lots of different opportunities. There's lots of sixth forms out there, lots of colleges out there, lots of different subjects they can do. Um, They do really need to maybe make a list to think of their strengths and their their ambitions as well. So, and that will help them just maybe channel, you know, their interests and where they should be pursuing because if they get to a sixth form, they're doing a subject that actually they've got no interest in at all, there is going to be a high dropout rate. So it's important that they look at their own strengths because at 15 16 it's a big question a big ask of them to know what they want to do and Mm. a lot of students they don't so if they just look at their strengths look at their interests because as long as they're interested in something when they get to sixth form that will get them through that will then get them the ambition and the career that they want at the end of it i can see how that is so so important and taking it one step back because our show as you know is called get families talking so how can a family help support that young person's ambition? Just just listen to them and, you know, it is their ambition at the end of the day. Try not to push through any ambition that you might have of your, for yourself, pushing it through, you know, your son or your daughter. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they want to do. You know, they might have a career goal for them, but they might be a little bit worried about explaining that or, you know, Um, speaking to you about that so just be open to their thoughts open to everything you know and also try and work back so if that's their career goal work backwards right what do you need to do to get there Mm. so you know encourage them to have that goal because without that goal you know 
direction is difficult. So try and have an area that they're interested in or a, a particular career and then work backwards. Right, okay, you could do an apprenticeship. So right, what apprenticeship should you go into? Right, this subject area. So at A-levels or a B-tech, what should you be going into? And it's literally, rather than working from here to then, go mm-hmm. from the goal backwards and build build it that way. Do you find that parents struggle with that? Because I can imagine there's a lot of parents out there who will think, I wanted to do this, I didn't get the chance, but I tell you what, my child could do this. And as you say, a lot of parents will force their ambitions and goals onto their children. Yeah, there is a little bit of that. There's, mm. I, I would say, there's probably less nowadays, but it is, it still can be fairly common. Um, I mean, when students or their parents come to our our establishment at AUEA, a lot of them will be like, "Oh well, if I had these facilities when I was younger, what I, I you know, what could I have done when I was your age?" So they do try and motivate their their sons or daughters that way. Um, I don't tend to deal with many parents who push their own ambitions on them but it is common um, so mm. it is important that you know if there is a particular area that their son or daughter is interested in is to keep it in that area rather than pushing your own interests onto them all right so really we ought to be renaming our show not just get families talking it should be get families listening Absolutely. because that's what we need to be doing isn't it we need to be listening to those young people and listening to what they're saying that they want to achieve in the future rather than saying well this is what I wanted to achieve so let's find out how I can achieve that through you yeah absolutely I can imagine that must be really really quite difficult for some young people to make that transition from wanting to please their parent to suddenly think well actually I need to be pleasing myself with this and it's it is my future. it's massive for them yeah. they just don't want to disappoint their their, their parents or their yeah. families okay but quite often I'll have a conversation you're not disappointing anybody if you are achieving your dreams at the end of the day yeah. you know you're the person who has to live with your ambition and your and your career you've got to do your career for the next 30 40 years so it's got to be something that you enjoy so you're yeah. not disappointing anybody as long as you are still pushing yourselves and reaching your potential Mm, I really really like that and I hope our listeners have taken that on board because as our show is all about getting families talking but it's also about as I said getting families listening and that's a really really important point that you've made there Kathy, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the work now because there's that huge jump from doing GCSEs which have changed now dramatically over the last year and to a young person coming into a sixth form. Now, I know at your sixth form, you've got a uniform policy, mm-hmm. but a lot of schools won't have a uniform policy in the sixth form. So young people are suddenly thinking, well, actually, I can wear what I want. That means I can do what I want as well. So do you find that young people really struggle to make that jump from doing GCSEs to doing A-levels and BTECs? Yeah, there is a big jump and a lot of schools will probably say the same thing to their students every single year that you may, although a student might have got excellent outcomes at the end of GCSE, you know, that same amount of work will not be acceptable at A-level, okay? So, Mm -hmm. you know, although they might have got A-stars and A's, they need to be working hard from day one in year 12. And you mentioned business stress. We do have a business stress code at our school Mm -hmm. and we do help, we do find that helps with their attitude and a bit more of a professional approach to their studies um so you know there are little things that can help with that and just getting them focused but 
it is a big jump and that's why it is important for them to be doing something they enjoy because if they're struggling with something and they don't like it they will just stop um, mm. doing any independent study or just stop trying but if it's something they are enjoying and it's still a subject they in, are interested in you'll find that they will push themselves mm. to understand things now you mentioned independent study i mean what sort of and how much independent study are we talking about here are okay. we talking about a young person learning new things every single night of the week we advise that um each a level subject should have five hours a week of independent study so typically our students would be doing three a level subjects mm -hmm. um or a btech um some of them do four depending on their pathway um so extra five hours a week you know for three subjects that, that's a lot of hours they are given independent study time within their timetable where they can be using the library or using our resources mm -hmm. but it's important that they should be doing either reviewing their work that they did in their lesson that they've just had um, completing independent study tasks that their teacher may have set them or right. even doing pre-reading for the next lesson that's coming up because um, all of these will just help them understand and just consolidate the learning that they're already doing mm -hmm. otherwise it gets forgotten it comes to a mock exam or an actual exam and it's just hard then as we say you know we don't you know cram we don't we don't do cramming we just we drip feed the the revision and the learning so it just consolidates in their brain right and do you find that because that's presumably a new concept for young people especially from having done GCSEs where a lot of it am I right in saying a lot of it is still pretty much spoon-fed but now we've got a different concept here, haven't we? We've got young people coming in and it's not just going to the lesson and learning and that's it. It's going to the lesson, learning and taking time out of that lesson to learn yourself. Yeah. This is quite a difficult concept for young people to grasp. Yeah, because GCSE, like you said, is very much spoon-fed. You know, we give the answers they 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 reiterate the answers and that's that's you know their exam whereas a level you have to apply their knowledge so you know we teach them the things that they need to know but then they have to apply that so they have to understand it so if they don't understand it they can answer the questions in their exam so um and it is about preparing them for university or an apprenticeship so if we just spoon fed them at a level or at btech mm. they would not be, be prepared for that so it's about you know um like i said personal skills earlier on making them a well-rounded person so they mm. can use these skills to actually um to, to get to where they need to go in, in yeah. terms of their career it's really, really interesting. Listeners, if you've just joined me, it's Hafsha Sheikh here on Get Families Talking with a really exciting speaker today. Our guest today is Cathy Bedney, who is the director of the Sixth Form from the Aston University Engineering Academy. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the reason we've invited Cathy on the show today is to talk about transition of young people to Sixth Form and really how we as families can support and nurture young people to do that okay so just very quickly before we go in for a short uh, break uh, we're just going to ask Kathy one very quick question Kathy you mentioned you'd had a mad day today and you've been doing some work and work around a remembrance day so tell me a little bit more because you said about cadets doing a parade yeah so from september this year we started up a ccf um, group in the school every monday they um, work as a group led by some teachers um, an ex-army member of staff as well um, and they all you know just 
they they've practiced their drills they go and do leadership courses and today it was their moment to um, deliver the remembrance presentation at school so they did their drills in front of the whole school they laid the wreath and it was just something really nice for the school to actually witness them doing that's really lovely that is and did you have to explain to a lot of young people as well why you were doing this Yes, yeah, so at the beginning, mm. so before the actual presentation itself, Mr. Lot Wheaton, the principal of the school, addressed the, the, everybody else and just discussed that. Although, you know, these uh, terrible events happened many, many years ago, actually it's still happening now. And there's people right now who are having to deal with such, you know, in some cases, tragedy. So, mm. you know, it's, although it's a long time ago, it's still happening now. So it's still very relevant. So it's it important is. to keep remembering. Absolutely, it definitely is. And that was really, really nice of your school to do that. And I'm sure that other schools as well will have had their own celebrations in different ways as a way of remembering Remembrance Sunday as well. That's really nice to know. Cathy, we're just going to go in for a short break. So listeners, please join me back again after a quick break um, to listen and to hear more from Cathy on how we can support young people. <laughs> 